If you take scripture in its context, no word does the Bible teach that his people, God's people will always be healthy. Mm-hmm. Those are distortions. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Well, thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast, a podcast designed to answer challenging questions on doctrine and on living out your faith in your homes, in your churches, and in your workplaces. I'm your host, Josh Philpot, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell of Founders Baptist Church. Once again, we would love to hear your questions and comments as it relates to this episode. So if you're watching from YouTube or Facebook, just leave a comment for us right below that video. But you can also send questions to us from our website, straighttruth.net. There you will find links to all of our previous episodes, as well as merchandise and contact information. With that, let's get to the question for this episode. Well, Pastor, this question has to do with the Word of Faith uh, movement. And uh, the time we're recording this, we're going through this coronavirus going across the United States. So there is, uh, there are several prosperity preachers, one in particular, Kenneth Copeland, who often um, has a pretty broad audience and wide audience, but he'll say things like, uh, I am calling upon coronavirus to be, to remove itself from the United States or remove itself from you if, you know, if you do this or that. And um, as if he has the power to do that, not that he's calling upon God to eradicate this, but that he has the power. And, um, and I'm pretty sure that falls in line with this idea of, of this word of faith uh, movement. Um, I wonder if you could just explain for our audience, what is the word of faith movement and why is it wrong? Now, the word of faith movement, um, not trying to get technical about it, but just sort of explain it or recognize it on a popular level. The word of faith movement is a distortion of the Bible's teaching about what it means to walk in faith. And the idea, I think if you were to ask Kenneth Copeland why he makes these pronouncements, mm-hmm. you know, he would say because God wants us to, because God has told us to do things like that. You know, if you speak to this mountain, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll take verses like that and take them out of context and, and teach that this is what God means for us to, to do. God wants us to be healthy, they would say. God wants us to, to be prosperous and words have power. So just as God spoke everything into existence, there, there, there are power, there's power in words. Hmm. And now God wants his people to speak words that, are, that, that agree with his will and are powerful in nature and bring things into existence. So they believe that, that saying these things, it has real effect. He's pronounced the United States rid of, of uh, COVID-19 and it's still here. So mm-hmm. I, I find they rarely hold themselves accountable for the things they say that don't come to pass, mm-hmm. which is regular, normal. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. It's a distortion of faith. Faith, according to scripture, is believing God. And faith has as its object God himself, but faith also has at the same time as its object, the words of God. What God says, those things are true. We believe in Nowhere does the Bible, if you take scripture in its context, nowhere does the Bible teach that his people, God's people will always be healthy. Mm -hmm. Nowhere does the Bible teach that God's people will always be wealthy. Those are distortions. So it's a distorted view of God, a distorted view of scripture, a distorted view of the Christian life that explains the word of faith movement. Mm -hmm. In the gospels, Jesus says a few places, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, um, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle 
than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Would you say that applies to word of faith preachers like Kenneth Copeland? Because they're often, um, they, they often have, have brought on themselves this, amassed so much wealth, mm. planes, cars, houses, all the rest. Does that apply to somebody like him? I think it applies to every human being, including them. The idea being that you can't serve God in money. Mm. And so if, if your desire, if your chief desire is for material gain, temporal gain, mm. you're not a God worshiper. To worship the living God is to know that He's more valuable than anything this world has to offer. His words are more valuable than silver or gold, much fine gold, the Bible says. There are places where, in the New Testament, where thinking now about John the Apostle, I believe it's 3rd John, and he's talking about Gaius, and he desires that he would, his, his physical nature would prosper even as his soul prospers. Here's a man who's, who seems to be ill, and yet his soul is in, in, uh, in good shape. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you know, the Bible never promises believers that we won't suffer, for example, or mm-hmm. that we won't be persecuted, that we won't, we, we won't uh, suffer. Uh, Paul says he knew what it was to be content when he had much and when he had little. He, he was no more godly when he had much than when he had little. One of the ways you can test teaching is, will it work anywhere in the world, at any time in history, in any circumstance? The gospel always is true. Mm-hmm. But if you take the word of faith teaching about health and wealth and you take it to some parts of the world where there's mass poverty, mass famine, it doesn't work. And the reason it doesn't work is it's not true. It's a distortion of what Scripture teaches. If it's fairly impossible for a rich person to get into heaven, then why do we have some, why are there wealthy Christians? Let's leave the word of faith people out of, out sure. of it. But there are wealthy Christians. And if, if it's so hard for them to get into heaven, then why, why do we have them? Why, why doesn't a wealthy person... Uh, give up so much of their wealth in order to help uh, others. To have, to have wealth is not a sin. Mm. And, and so it's not having wealth that is the sin. It's when wealth has you, has your heart. Okay. And so what God does in the case, when He saves anybody, if you remember the disciples' response to Christ's teaching on that subject, you know, it's harder for, for it's easier for, the, for a camel. camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter heaven. His disciples' response in that whole context was, then who can be saved? Mm-hmm. So they, they obviously understood what he was teaching to apply to them as well. And, and, and the answer is the only one who can ever get any of us to the place where we would prefer Christ to anything this world has to offer is God himself. Mm. And when God gets us to the place where Christ is our treasure, where he is our treasure, then even when God entrusts us with material wealth, the wealth doesn't have us. And we view ourselves as stewards of what God has given. It all belongs to God, and therefore it is all at His disposal. I was thinking, in fact, driving up here today to do this, Josh, we're in the midst of this COVID-19 thing, and I was thinking about how the Lord has sustained our church financially. Mm-hmm. And, and just as it's wrong to teach that the Bible uh, would indicate that all believers should be wealthy, so it is wrong to teach that the Bible would indicate that every believer is to, to divest himself of any, any sort of wealth. It's because of faithful, godly people with means that our ministry is able to go on right now as it has always gone on. Mm-hmm. Now, if we didn't have those means, ministry would still go on. Mm-hmm. If we had no means in the material realm, the Lord would sustain us and we would go on. Mm-hmm. But I'm thankful for the way that we're able to do ministry right now because of people who love Jesus, not money, but God has entrusted them with money. Mm -hmm. 
and they're making use of that money for the sake of the kingdom of God. Thank God for those people. So the issue is not having money. The issue is making money your God. Mm -hmm. And what the health and wealth movement does, what the Word of Faith movement does, is it equates godliness with health and prosperity, and it actually sets our sights and our hearts on that which is temporal in nature. Mm -hmm. And that is a great sin, and that is a great distortion of what Scripture teaches. Thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Now, we'd love for you to share this podcast and others with friends and family. And the easiest way to do that is by going to our website, straighttruth.net, where you can find links to all of our social media channels. So be sure to like and subscribe to one of those channels and pass the word along. Also, if you could go to the iTunes podcast section and leave us a review, that will help us spread the word about this podcast. And if you would like to help us find ways to continue to produce this podcast, you can find more information by going to the website again, straighttruth.net. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.